This is the SB Live Washington podcast, your twice-weekly conversation about high school sports and the people who play them across the Evergreen State. I'm Andy Bueller, your host and a reporter with SB Live. We're going to break down the 3A state quarterfinals. Football quarterfinals are here. It is creeping up on late November. And we've only got a couple weeks left of this high school football season. Some great matchups ahead. The we I'm talking about. My co-pilot of this ship, Many Hats Millis on Twitter. The prodigal son of Tacoma. And a senior reporter with SB Live, Todd Millis, joining me here to break down the 3A field. Todd, how we doing? Doing good, Andy. Um, three games, three of those games that you mentioned involving Metro League teams. Um, all a lot of fun matchups. All four games should be very, very, uh, very, very competitive matchups. We have just published breakdowns of the three A, each of one of the three A games, as well as uh, a story that kind of leads it off on how Kennewick is entering this game against O'Day with renewed confidence. Uh, we've got breakdowns. We've got stats updated, stat leaders, score predictions. All of that is on the site for every classification. 1B through 4A. The site I'm talking about is scorebooklive.com slash Washington. Uh, a proud member of the SI Sports Illustrated Media Group. You can find our work as well on the SB Live Sports app. Playoffs, playoff brackets, all of our work from that site, scorebooklive.com slash Washington, can be found on the SB Live Sports app. Download that for free wherever you get apps. That's your home for Todd and my work. Uh, and, and compelling stories and, and everything in the world of high school sports across the Evergreen State. So let's jump into it, Todd. Let's start off with the matchup that I, I uh, spent some time talking to one side of this, uh, writing up a little a little preview uh, and a lead into this bracket breakdown. That's number six, Kennewick, traveling to Seattle to take on number three, O'Day. O'Day, of course is a state powerhouse at the 3A level. Head coach Monty Kohler is the winningest active coach in the in Washington high school football right now. But this is a team they saw two years ago in Kennewick, a team that made a 3A state semifinal run in 2019. And there are still some of those players, some of those contributors from that team that are on this, a part of this group here. Kennewick sitting at 10-1, and one, uh, and they're ready for a rematch. Uh, they're coming in with newfound confidence. Uh, when you look at this matchup two years later, uh, considering kind of what, you know, in Randy Affolter's third year as the head coach at Kennewick after all those years at Ellensburg, uh, what jumps out at you about this matchup uh, that you find compelling? Well, first off, there should be no surprises. And a lot of what facing O'Day is, it's just a major surprise, especially when you come over from different parts of the state, Eastern Washington. Like you mentioned, Andy, Kennewick came over and played this this program in 2019 when it was probably in a little bit better state. So there should be no surprise from from that that group, uh, the senior group led by Miles Mayofsky. I really like this matchup for Kennewick. Um, they're not they they have to basically stop one dimension, and that's a, a very good dimension. But that's 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 O'Day's run game led by Jason Brown. Um, this is a team that's built for that. We mentioned we've talked a lot, a lot about their front seven, their defensive line, um, the determination of Miles Mayofsky. This is a team that knows how to win football games. It's about time that a team comes over here and and wins a game and sends some shockwaves around the three A state. I actually think that Kennewick's going to win this game. Uh, it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, I'm going to go 27-21. 
27-21. Did you see did you see my prediction on our bracket breakdown? Now that you say that? Is that yours for the other team or the official SB Live prediction, 28-19 O'Day. You know, I I, I like this matchup for the same reasons you do, Todd. Uh, I think uh, you talked about that one dimension and that rush attack of O'Day that's uh, just, you know, it, it just rears its head. It's so consistent. You know, Union saw it in week one. Uh, the Metro League has had to deal with it all year. Um, a key for O'Day offensively has been taking care of the football. Um, in in its losses, uh, it, was, it was able to be turned over. Um, Lake Stevens speed around the edge really hurt, uh, O'Day in that, in that win in, I believe that was week three. Uh, and, and Eastside Catholic in O'Day's second loss, uh, turned them over seven or eight times. And so if Kennewick's defense, uh, which is formidable, I mean, you're, you're talking about a, a defensive line with, you know, the Napick brothers, uh, you're talking about a linebacking core with Bronson Childs, who's, uh, whose dad, Ron Childs, played in the NFL as a Washington State legend, uh, and and Mayofsky next to him, who I I can't I believe Mayofsky was like an All State selection as a sophomore two years ago. I mean he's been he's been a, sh- a shining star on this football team for now going on three years both ways. So uh, I think Kennewick, you know, defensively matches up pretty well with these guys. It's more uh, offensively is, you know, Kennewick's quarterback, uh, Dayton Davis, uh, had an AC sprain, so like a shoulder sprain uh, that that kept him out, uh, forced him to leave uh, their first round game, which they squeaked out a win against Spanaway Lake in round one. Um, But they've got a capable uh, backup in Andre Breedlove that came in and and threw the game-winning touchdown pass to to Miles Mayofsky on that wheel route we talked about on, on our last episode. So I think Kennewick's offense is a little bit more dynamic. It can do what O'Day does and run the football. Uh, Mayofsky has, has uh, you know, has, I believe, uh, you know, well over uh, 1,000 yards on the season so far. I, th- I believe this is his third 1,000-yard rush season, or at least if, yeah, I, I don't know if he, he eclipsed 1,000 yards in the spring, but was well on his way in, in that shortened season. So I just think Kennewick can do a little bit more offensively, and I'm wondering if uh, if, if it can kind of utilize its its guys on the edge, uh, its skill guys downfield in the pass game. It's Austin Stoddard, who's been so solid for them. Simeon Howard, who came back uh, in the middle of the season, uh, you know, an all league two sport guy, uh, who's just a tremendous athlete. Can they get those guys to make plays downfield? Uh, I still, I think on the road. O'Day, this is this is O'Day's time of year. This is when O'Day tends to play uh, its best football, and, and they haven't maybe been what they were in 2019 or, or even in the spring in 2021, just a couple months ago by the end of the season, just in terms of, uh, you know, cleanliness, kind of cleaning up some of those mistakes. But that being said, O'Day's won big the last couple weeks. Uh, I think this is going to be a tall task for Kennewick. I predict it to be a closer game than it was in 2019. It was a 28-7 O'Day win. Uh, my official prediction, 28-19 O'Day. Diving into our next matchup, number 10, Mount Spokane, wins the 3A GSL. And, and what's their present for that? Hey, you got to travel across the state every weekend if you keep winning. They come back after beating Arlington on the road in an impressive first round win and get number two seeded Eastside Catholic, and which in what may be the, the best defense in the state, all classifications. 1 p.m. Saturday at Memorial Stadium, 
East Side's the two seed, Mount Spokane the ten. Todd, what do you like about this matchup? When you when you look at these two teams, uh, what jumps out at you? Again, I I kind of you know the familiarity. Mount Spokane's another team that is not afraid, has played some of these West Side powerhouses over the years. Um, I I think last week coming and seeing a good um, Arlington defensive front, a good warm up to come over and face a really really good East Side Catholic team. Now, I think this East Side Catholic team defense has. Uh, you know, better, better, a more, a better collection of athletes. Um, obviously they know the championship culture. They won this thing in 2019 over O'Day. Um, but I I think this is going to be a close, really low scoring game. Let's not forget Mount Spokane has a pretty good defense too. They get after it. Um, and this, and this Eastside Catholic offense has, has been sort of up and down, but they haven't needed to do much when you have this you know, when, you, when you're so dynamic in the other two phases of your team, special teams and defense, you can kind of just sit back and not, you know, not make mistakes and let them do their thing. But I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think Eastside Catholic wins at Memorial Stadium, but I'm going to go 17-14, Andy. Yeah, I, I had 24-14 Eastside Catholic. Uh, you know, I, I think low-scoring is, is, is a good kind of instinct here. Eastside Catholic has been, I mean, it's, it's pretty hard to put into, into perspective how good that defense has been. But let me just throw a few numbers at you. The last three weeks, Eastside has held its opponents to 76 yards of offense total, a third down conversion rate of 13%, and they forced nine turnovers in the last three weeks. And, you know, we saw David Linnae last week against Stanwood, a, a great, very talented sophomore young, uh, uh, linebacker. He picks up a fumble and takes it to the house. These guys just turn you over. And special teams, there, there's no aspect of the game where you can really afford an error against this defense. And, and I think, you know, in terms of special teams, it helps to have uh, as sure of hands and as sure of feet as Ethan Machowski, uh, the, state's, uh, the state's top special teams player in this state, a kicker committed to Texas A&M. He's certainly going to help. It also is going to be a big week, and I think it really helps if you're Mount Spokane to have a senior quarterback in uh, Kellen Flanagan, who's just hitting his stride at this point of the season. You know, he surpassed 2,000 yards passing on the season. Uh, he, he transferred over from Meade really early in that spring season and just jumped straight into an offense he, he didn't really have much time to get used to, and he's just gotten better and better every week. And you know, here they are now. This team cannot afford to turn the ball over. Uh, and, and I think on third down, Mount Spokane uh, has been, you know, a li- thinks it can be better on third down. And, and that's obviously a tall task going against a defense that can, you know, that really doesn't let teams move the ball all that well. I think where Mount Spokane feels like it has the edge is that there's not one guy that you can zero in on in this offense uh, to, to completely handicap what it does. You know, Jordan Sands uh, out wide has been Kellen Flanagan's favorite target, but Mount Spokane has a really dynamic playmaker in Aiden Prado who can run. He can get out in the pass game in the slot. Uh, Blake Spear has been a really nice surprise, uh, a, a small, jittery, uh, really elusive uh, kind of back and kind of scat back. And uh, there's just, there's a few guys that, uh, you know, their offense is very spread out. And so I think if they can beat you in a lot of different ways and you don't really necessarily know where the ball's going on any given play, uh, Mount Spokane could, could put something together. But this will be a tough matchup. 
And don't sleep on that Eastside Catholic off, uh, offense that put up over 40 points last weekend. Official prediction then from SB Live is Eastside Catholic 24-14. to But as Todd said, he predicts a lower scoring game. We're predicting a Crusaders win. Heading on to this next game, number five, Marysville Pilchuck. Goes and plays number four, Yelm. Todd, this might be the matchup of the first round. Two contrasting styles. Two teams that like to f- fight you in a phone book. Uh, as coaches like to say, uh, Marysville Pilchuck has, you know, has an offensive line that is just operating at, at such a tremendously high level in its understanding and execution of that slot T offense. It has a fullback in Dylan Carson, who's a three year standout, who has now surpassed 2000 yards rushing on the season, more than 40 touchdowns from Dylan Carson. Is he a better runner? Is he a better lead blocker? I don't know. Uh, but that's a, this is a tall task for, for Yelm. Uh, that being said, this is a team that defensively uh, it likes these types of challenges, you know, gets up for these types of challenges. And, you know, when you're defending a slot T, like you said about O'Day, you, know, you kind of know what they're going to do. Uh, but the, the, the phrase that's being floated at Yelm practice all week, Todd, is staying gap sound. Staying gap sound and disciplined. And, hey, it's going to be helpful. They get Braden Platt, a standout. Uh, linebacker running back they get him back this week he was expected to uh, or he was he was looking at a suspension from one game suspension after being ejected for uh, what officials called a helmet to helmet hit in their first round win over Seattle prep Yelm appeals that to the WIA very quickly the WIA grants him uh, they, they win that appeal process so uh, Yelm gonna be at full strength this week and, and they're gonna need everything to stop this uh, this pilchuk uh, offensive attack. Yeah, you and I differ on this, Sandy, uh, both in the type of game it's going to be um, and the winner, to be honest with you. Um, these are two teams that are ready to take the next step. Um, and, and I've seen this before. When, you're, when, when two teams with similar DNA face each other, I think there's a, there's a bit of a stalemate that, that goes on a lot of times. I'm not saying you – I know you think this is going to be a, a really high-scoring game. I actually think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a grinder game. I actually think Marysville Pilchuk is going to come and win at Yelm. I just think when you are you have the most accomplished player on the field um, in Dylan Carson, a senior, a hammer, um, he's faced some really good football players in his career. Um, I just think he's going to make – one more play than Yelm does. And I, I, I'm i going to pick Marysville Pilchuk. Um, in a medium scoring game, I'm going to go 26-23, Andy. 26-23 MP is your prediction, Todd. But I was picking on behalf of SB Live this week in our bracket breakdown. I've got Yelm in a barn burner, 39-38. Give me a shootout. Give me a late game shootout. I think these teams are going to have a hard time stopping one another. Uh, and, you know, hey... Just to kind of add insult to injury with this uh, with this Pilchuk uh, slot T, we know they can run the ball each week. They've done it throughout the season. They had two big blowout wins over top ten opponents uh, in league play this year, and they last week in their opening round win over Garfield ran for a season high five hundred and forty nine yards as a team. This offense is operating at its highest clip of the season. It's coming off its 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 most productive game of the season. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough one. Give me Yelm at home. By a hair, by a hair. I'm talking. I'm talking a hair. So excited to see how this one plays out. Another great game in the seating. It's number nine versus number four. 
The teams are Rainier Beach heading and playing at top-seeded Bellevue. Rainier Beach has size, has athleticism, can beat you in a lot of different ways, has put together a very impressive resume this year uh, with some COVID pauses, and just went into Peninsula in round one and escaped Purdy with a win over a, uh, a, a Peninsula team that um, was seated higher than it was. So uh, I, I like uh, this matchup for a lot of reasons. I think Rainier Beach is just, they're so, so dynamic defensively in, in what they can do. Um, you know, they've got size, they've got, uh, a, you know, they'll, they'll man you up and, de- you know, it's, it's, Caleb Presley is is one of the premier lockdown corners in this state. Josh Connerly, who goes two ways, is one of the best linemen in the country. Uh, and they've got some size and, and athleticism there in their linebacking core. But boy, this Bellevue, this Bellevue team, Todd, very, very tough uh, under head coach Michael Knipe. We talk about it every week. Two contrasting styles here, but two teams that do not want to go home. What do you like about Rainier Beach? Going to Bellevue. Well, I think this is, you know, you know how much I like Corey Sampson's group. Um, we thought they were the best team going to the matchup last week, and they they prevailed. Lots of athletes. They have a they have the guys to defend this wing tee. I just think it's the acclimation period of facing the wing tee. You know, Rainier Beach doesn't see this offense. It's 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 tough offense to get used to when you don't when you don't have to face it and when you, and they don't face it in the Metro league. So I, I think from that standpoint, Bellevue has a considerable edge um, schematically um, and sort of grinding this game out and, and sort of shortening this game. And it was encouraging last week. We, we saw Bellevue get tested by, by lakes and um, probably not its best game. They, you know, lakes threw uh, the kitchen sink at them and had, had led that game much of the first half, but, you know, Bellevue gave the response the championship teams do, um, tying that game up before halftime and then going on and winning that that game. Um, you know, you know, I know that Michael Knight probably felt that Lakes wasn't a typical number 16 seed, and they probably weren't. So, um, but I think that was a wake-up call for them. Um, um, yes, this is a team, Rainier Beach team that I would expect that will score through the air. It's big play capability, but I like Bellevue. I like the I like the wing team machine. Uh, winning another playoff game at home, and then and moving on to the state semifinals. Yeah, I, I think this this matchup of anything, if Bellevue uh, is able to uh, pull away and, and just uh, you know assert itself uh, and its offense and control the game in the way it has all season, is just going to go to show how tough it is to stop this this offense. I mean, you look at you know Rainier Beach, as you said, has the size and athleticism to slow uh, what Bellevue does. Can they do it for four quarters? That's the question, and that's that. You know, that's a tall task. You know, that's I, I think that's what makes this matchup really intriguing. My pick on our three A bracket breakdown was Bellevue thirty five twenty one. I like Rainier Beach putting up a couple touchdowns and making this a game. Ultimately, the Wolverines prevail. That wraps up our three A state quarterfinal breakdown. If you want breakdowns of other classifications heading into the weekend, head to the site, scorebooklive.com slash Washington or the SB Live Sports app. We've got game-by-game primers, breakdowns, predictions, and stories all there for you. You can also head into the feed. Our podcast feed will be talking about the 4A field and dissecting that. Uh, So for SB Live Sports and SB Live Washington, I've been Andy Bueller. He's been Todd Millis, the man of many hats. 
leave it here. podcast is brought to you by SB Live Sports, your national hub for high school sports news and information. Subscribe for free wherever you get podcasts. If you do it on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review to help us best serve you, the listener. You can find our website at scorebooklive.com slash Washington. There you'll see news, features, highlights, podcasts, and everything in the world of high school sports across this state. As always, a big shout out to our sponsor, Washington Federal. Thanks to Dan Dickow and Todd Millis for bringing the heat every week. This song you're hearing is by the band Woodrow. It's called So Far Away. It's written by James Schroeder, Carl Johnson, and my dad, Matt Bueller. I'm Andy Bueller. We'll be back next week. take a moment to tell you about something really exciting for high school sports fans across the country. SB Live Sports has launched a free iPhone and Android app featuring the latest high school sports news here in Washington and across the country. With the SB Live Sports app, it's now even easier to follow your favorite team and tailor your experience to your interests. With real-time scores and news alerts, as well as video highlights, podcasts, photo galleries, rankings, game coverage, and much more, the app delivers on the content you want in one convenient place. The SB Live Sports app features exclusive content from on-the-ground reporters across the country, and it's the number one source for Washington high school sports fans with coverage from reporters Todd Millis, myself, Andy Bueller as well as SB Live's preeminent basketball mind and recruiting expert, Dan Dickow. The SB Live Sports app is available at no charge in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Download it today.